Welcome everyone to Phenomenal You. Now this this call is for you and it's about you. And I, I cannot impress how much I mean that. Whether you choose to go ahead and purchase anything or not, I, I, I get the importance and the intensity of this time right now after reading some of your questions that just came in. I know that this call can actually mean life or death to some of you. So please listen to this entire call. I get it. And I have, I've had and will have moments, days where it all just seems too freaking hard to continue. I get that. Please, this information is here for you. And I'm so excited to introduce you to uh, Eliza Mata Dalian. Now, she is affectionately known as Mata. She is a modern-day mystic, an internationally acclaimed master healer, best-selling, award-winning author in search of the miraculous healing into consciousness. And she is the founder of the Lightspeed Dalian Method. Now, what sets Mata apart from other spiritual teachers is that she is also a gifted hands-on and distant healer. She teaches you how you can practically and permanently alleviate the beliefs that creates physical, mental, and emotional pain and suffering, and to discover the peace and joy of your true being. Now, Mata's quest for truth began at the age of five when she witnessed her grandfather's death, and she started asking the questions, who am I? Where do I come from? Where do I go when I die? Why am I here? She was on a focused spiritual path with meditation and introspection for many, many years, and uh, it led to the ultimate experience of liberation from the ego mind at age 33. After integrating this profound experience into her daily life, Mata reconnected with her childhood ability to be able to read the repressed thought forms and emotions in people's bodies and energy with 100% accuracy. She also began seeing that many interconnected layers of their unconscious history and identifying the original causes of physical, mental, and emotional blocks, pain, and illness. She created this groundbreaking healing method known as the Dalian Method, uh, also calls it DM. And it, as I mentioned, it helps people quickly transform their ailments into health and unconsciousness into consciousness. This method, the Dalian Method, effortlessly identifies and miraculously erases old beliefs, self self-sabotaging imprints from the body's cellular memory, permanently eradicating the causes of pain and ailments, and awakening one to their innate intelligence, intuition, inner strength, and consciousness. She teaches people worldwide and is, as I mentioned, she's the author of Healing into Consciousness. Now, some of the things that you people have reported uh, from working with Molly, from doing her work, is... um, how to detoxify your body from repressed thoughts and emotions, um, breakthroughs in self-imposed beliefs and collective conditionings, empowered consciousness, strengthening your ability to disidentify from your emotions. Uh, and she also talks about the seven steps to enlightenment. She is a true healer's healer, and I'm so glad to have you here. Mata, welcome to Phenomenal You. I am so happy to be on your show, Sheila, and I always love talking to you and to your audience, so I'm sure we'll have a wonderful show today. 
I know we will as well. I know we will as well. Oh, we've got a little feedback Ooh, there. Little... Did you hear that feedback? Did you hear that feedback? You know what? I can hear you now not as well as before. So, um, okay. Well, I think why don't I let you continue, and maybe I'll try to dial in. Well, yeah, either that, okay, well, you can dial in, and then, um, yeah, because you're going to have... Because normally, when I use my headphones, it's it's a lot clearer, so I can try to use that one more time. Let's let's just try that. Here, here's what you can do, Mata, when... Uh, when um, how, how is this when I speak, turn your turn the volume down to your headphones. That's where we're getting the feedback. And when you speak, I turn my volume down in my Sounds headphones. Good. I mean, on my microphone. Oh. I don't know if that works. Okay. But let's see. We have um, someone from the Twin Cities 612 area code. Hi. Hi. My name is Kari calling from Minneapolis. Hey, Kari. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Sheila? Good, 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 good. So I would love to hear what you've learned and gotten through Mata's work. Wow. Um, I just started with Mata last winter, so the shifts in awareness that have happened already have been life-changing. Meeting her um, through the online course last winter, it was one of those kind of divine interventions. I just knew I should sign up for it, and I am so beyond words happy that I've done that, and I've since been to her intensive, and my partner uh, went with me. So we're we're doing this inner work together, my partner and I, and she's sitting here with me as well. But just life changing. I never. Um, I I can't compare it to anything. I've been on what I thought was a spiritual path, seeking for many many years, reading many many books, and not a. She pointed me in a direction that I didn't see, which is basically inward, and, and helped me um, bring some very unconscious layers to the surface. And I've begun working through those. And um, it's like I'm seeing the world with new eyes, and I'm, I'm in my body, and I have an awareness in my body, especially the lower um, chakras that I had never experienced before. It's amazing. Wow. That's so great. Yeah, that's really something to connect to our body, something I still need to do. Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of this call. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate that. I wanted um, to mention really quickly, yeah, I, go ahead. because Mata had such an impact on my life, I, I asked her to, to please visit us in Minneapolis and that there's probably a lot of people here who, who want to experience her work. So she is coming the end of September. Um, so for anyone who's interested in joining the weekend workshop last weekend in September, um, that'll be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And that will be on Mata's site. Yes, it is on Mata's site. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Um, we have another uh, someone that's had some great. Um, I, I I don't see your n- number, but you're on Skype. Um, someone else that has worked with Mata. Did you want to be- say something? Hello, hello, hello. Um, this is Kindy. Is it, is it yes. me that you can hear? Yeah, go right ahead. Hi. Hi, Sheila. This is Kindy. Hi. Thank, thank you for having me on the call. Um, I started working with Mada um, at the very end of 2008 when I came across her book. And uh, at that stage, I can only say that I was really, really broken. Um, I'm at my wit's end and basically didn't really get any joy out of life and did contemplate finding ways to get out of this world, to be truthful. 
Um, so I was basically what you would class, um, sort of I had hit real rock bottom by that point. And that was late 2008 where I had the privilege of a one-on-one session with her. And then the next time I managed to experience her work was in March 2009 when she was doing her intensive. So I sort of had a, a bit of time to start meditating on my own. But all I can say is March 2009 and now it's early 2012. And this three-year period has been the most remarkable period of my life. Um, and I... When first of all, I cannot thank her enough. I mean, there is no words to really thank her for what she's been able to do and how she's been able to guide me. But the thing that's so exciting is how she's actually turned a broken individual into one that's full of so much joy, so much anticipation for what life is going to bring. Um, and I look with excitement for what might come. I get to see the flowers in a new way that I could not even register before. I see the colors, I see the beauty, I see the trees. I see everything as being so magical around me. But the part that's been really, really exciting is how I've been doing my inner work with Mada. And being a mother of three children, I have a 19-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 11-year-old. It became as essential for me to actually show them this way and this route and her work as it was for myself, because I could see as I was peeling away the unconscious layers that there was a hell of a lot of damage that had been done en route that I could have avoided for myself had I known the way. And I really wasn't going to put them in the situation where they were going to continue with their lives with that type of damage in their unconscious. So they've been very fortunate to experience her work too. And then eventually as the ball rolls, you know, my husband also, a real skeptic, made his way into her hands so we have a really lovely family of five that somehow are just spontaneously loving and we're living that dream, the dream that we're all wanting out there. And we're we're at a stage where we can talk with one another, we can have differences, we can have different points of view, but they don't get in our way. They don't get in the way of us being able to share true joy and true love with one another. Uh-huh. Um, and I now have found myself. So... I can't thank her. I can't thank her enough. And anybody out there that feels that they are broken or helpless or they really don't know what they ought to be doing next, if they fall into her hands, she will not let go of you. And all the whilst you are open and willing to face your fears and willing to actually take the challenge of looking to see what's inside you, there is a bright, bright light waiting for you to discover and one that, that you really can't lose ever. So... I congratulate anybody that's on this call, and I really, really am very excited for you all, for anybody that hasn't met her work that now gets the chance. Wow. Thank you so much. You really, really spoke to some of the people that, you know, I've been looking at the questions, people that are just, I can't continue. I don't want to live like this. I used to dance. I used to laugh. I have no idea what's next. People that aren't even putting their names on there because they sound very you know, very on the edge. And so thank you for, you know, being that voice for them. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sheila, it's a real privilege to be that voice, and I really hope that those people come forward and start getting the help that they really deserve. Well, they're on this call, so, you know, they needed to hear you. Thank you for the difference that you're making. Thank you for that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Mara, are you there? 
Mata. <laughs> are you there, Mata? Ooh, that's not good. Where's our Mata? Hmm. What if she's having trouble calling in? Oh, wait a minute. Let's I did the same thing. I actually called in. Oh, okay. Mata, are you there? I'm here. Okay, there we go. Okay, there you are. Is that I'm you, Mata? Okay, good. Very yes, good. Yes, I'm here. Okay, we're we're good to go. Well, those were really. I, I'm so glad that I started off with those um, kind of testimonials because, you know, as, as I, I mentioned, some of these phone calls, people are, you know, I've been saying, yes, it's an exciting time, but tumultuous. But really, it's there are people that just, you know, they're like either something's got to change or get me out of here. Can you just, you know, speak to those people and, and about your work, Mata? I would love to, and thank thank you, Kindy, for sharing that because it's very inspiring. Obviously, we all learn from each other and other people's accomplishments encourage us on on our journey. So um, it's wonderful, also Sheila, that you invited um, Kindy and Kari to to share their experiences. What I would like to say is that what I've noticed. Uh, I started doing this work or exploring this method. Um, I wouldn't even say that I was exploring the method. The method sort of explored me, and then it got developed as a result. For 20 years, I've been working with it. And somehow, I felt that in those years, all the work that each person has been doing on their own has been preparing them for this time where they can actually be ready to work with something like this fast, and they're ready to really shed, transform what we call the ego, because ultimately all the problems are connected with those beliefs that we think we are. And the ultimately the problems that we face and the challenges that we face are there because we haven't found who we are. So the moment a person finds their inner truth, all these challenges and all the problems disappear. So then ultimately the work is that. But then, of course, the question is how to do that. And I've been on the journey myself. I started when I was 24, and this was in the the early 80s. And as, as I started, I had no clue which direction I was going, but I was fortunate enough to come across a a mystic who in a way opens a bright light and my path got wide open to understand actually what am I doing here and what is my whole purpose of of being alive. And many people are looking for that purpose and because they haven't been able to find it, there's that inner frustration, the inner agony. And people read books. They try to learn different things. They try to heal themselves. But what I've noticed in so many years of working with people one-on-one and in groups is that most of the time there is no focus. People are doing something, but they don't understand why they're doing what they're doing or what is, yeah, I want to get better, I want to get into a place of peace and happiness, but 
the clarity is not there to, first of all, what is preventing me from being in that peace and happiness? So then the trained mind tries to get to do something to get somewhere, and this is where we miss. It's almost like we're already what we're searching for, but because we look outside of ourselves to get help or to fix something that our mind thinks is a problem, this is where we stay in a situation which I call dog chasing its own tail. So then there's no exit because of not being able to see that in order for me to find what I'm looking for to heal those wounds and to find that presence and stillness, first thing I need to do is to look into myself and to look into my conscious and see what is it that is preventing me from being in in the present. And normally what I discovered is what prevents us from being in the present is are all the beliefs, all the conditionings, all the emotions that we have repressed year after year after year since very childhood and even since lives before. And those are the programs that are in the bottom of our unconscious that have a very strong weight on our energy. And therefore, we try to do something with our cognitive part of the mind, but we we go very little, we make very little headway because we're not really understanding what's at the bottom of the iceberg that's holding me back, that's not letting me move. Mm. So my method basically, that's that's what it does. It helps each individual to go into those beliefs, find those beliefs, and then through the system, release the beliefs out of the energy and out of the body. It's a very mathematical, very scientific way of basically going into the energy, going into the body, seeing what's imprinted there, seeing those beliefs, releasing them. And once those beliefs are released, it's like removing, um, dispersing the clouds that cover the sun because the sun is already within each person. You don't have to create it. You don't have to create your light. You are the light. You come with it. So the work is to go through those clouds and see what those clouds are all about and understand that I'm not those clouds. But the only way to understand it is to go through them and see that I'm not the clouds. Because there's always, as you go through them, there is an exit. And this is what I find many people are stuck at. They're stuck at at the entrance, and they haven't really gone through the clouds. Got and, it. And therefore, they're, yeah. Right. So so your technique, your method um, is very, 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 very successful in, you know, I think we pretty much, I think we, we are, all of us that are on these calls, we're aware that we have the subconscious and unconscious stuff stuck in layers and layers and layers. And for some people, some methods work. And for some people, they, you know, resonate with certain people. And what I'm finding is, boy, people really like to hear from a woman. And so, um, you know, I'm really, um, I, I'm excited to have some, you know, a little taste of this this evening. Um, maybe you can take us into a space. 
as well. I just want to mention that there's a lot of, I want to let our, some of our listeners know, I've gotten quite, there's like about 50 questions so far. We have over 350 people on the call. Um, and a lot of these, uh, well, someone wants to call in. If you want to call in, you can dial in area code 831-227-2000. And then the, um, the uh, PIN, the PIN number is 593-611-POUND. So that was one question. Um, so many people are having just terrible, terrible gum infections, uh, traumas in their body, emotional, physical, I don't know, you know, constant physical pain for two years. Uh, and a lot of people have tried other spiritual healing modalities. Nothing has touched this pain. People are ready to give up. Um, what can we say about your work that's different? Or what can you, can you speak to those people? Very simply, Sheila, this work goes into the cause of the problem. And once you get to the cause, you see the cause, it automatically, spontaneously vanishes. So, in other words, once the cause is removed, the energy is freed. For example, I can give you, there's so many examples. I have, I have folders and folders of so many cases that, uh, that I worked with people. And I, actually, I was looking through, through a folder and I said, you know, maybe I should just um, spontaneously pick, pick a case here and see if I can... Uh, just to make to demonstrate to make the point, and this is this is what the page I opened to. Here's a woman who was 29 years old who came to see me um, on a recommendation of her friend who had seen me, and basically her concern she didn't have much concern, but what she wanted is to get some more clarity, some more direction in her life. Obviously, a young person wants to have a little bit more clarity and direction. And interestingly, when I looked into her energy, I saw that there's a lot of light around her body, so really nice, strong light, because when, when I look at people's energies, I could see the dark and light areas, which the light area represents their conscious part, and the dark area represents their, their unconscious part, so I know which area I need to look into so we can work with that. And as I, as I looked, I was really stunned to see that how much light was around her body, but in the center, covering the whole chakra, there was this like dark rod going going through her whole body, going through through the head and out. So there was like energy leakage going that way, and I can tell that this person has done a lot of spiritual work in her previous lifetimes as well, because the light shows me that the person has really worked on themselves. And so when I started working with what's in that darkness, basically what's in the unconscious, and I have to clarify one thing before, before we continue, many people call the unconscious as subconscious, and that's not correct. The subconscious is part that, that is underneath the unconscious, the subconscious is the part of you that knows. It's your inner knower. It's not that part of you that doesn't know. It's the unconscious part that covers the subconscious and prevents you from seeing that you already have all the answers inside you. So, uh, and, and I know that many people mistakenly use the word subconscious, and, it, and it's, it's really important to understand this because the unconscious is the cloud. The subconscious is the sun 
underneath the cloud, okay. which knows the truth. Yeah. So okay. basically, when when I looked into the unconscious part, there's the thought forms. The unconscious is built up, made up of many thought forms, beliefs, based on our life experiences. So for example, you have an experience, it could be a traumatic experience, and you make a conclusion about this experience. Let's say as a child, you didn't get the love that you needed, you didn't get the acknowledgement, you didn't get direction, you didn't get, um, uh, 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 you know, sort of like um, the encouragement to feel that you're okay or you were criticized. So what happens as a result, you slowly become to adopt the belief that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, um, and whatever you hear about yourself, you adopt that, and that becomes a belief. Now, that belief is imprinted in the body. It's in the unconscious. And then you grow older, you forget about those beliefs, but then every time life situations trigger it, the beliefs come up, and obviously your whole energy gets stirred up. And then you want to change it, you want to change that pattern, but you're having a really hard time. The reason is because those beliefs are imprinted in the energy. So in this case, she had she had a very strong sense of I'm afraid, and it was in her whole body and in the middle, and with the fear, when there's a sense of I'm afraid, and she doesn't even know what she's afraid of, and people know that. They know I'm afraid of something, but I don't know what am I afraid of. So that, that is a thought form. I'm afraid. There is a sense I know I'm afraid. And that needs to be expressed. If that, that sense of I'm afraid is not expressed or whatever belief is there is not expressed, it stays unlived in the body and as a result, the cloud stays intact and the darkness stays intact and you can't break through it. So the first thing is to acknowledge. And how many times when we feel afraid, how many times we go around and say, I'm afraid? We don't do that. We repress it. We yeah. repress our thoughts. We repress our feelings. We repress our emotions. And we're conditioned to do that. And as a result, we accumulate thick layers of those clouds. So what my method does, it goes into those thought forms, get you to verbalize, to express, and get those thought forms to be lived out. And the moment in this particular case we did that, what came up is another layer underneath that. And the layer underneath that was, I don't want to die. That was the thought form. So I'm afraid, covered up the, the fear, I don't want to die. And with that, my God, there's so much emotion came up. And so because the emotion comes up and we get identified and we get feeling of um, I'm going to lose myself in this emotion, I don't want to go there, that's why we don't normally go there, but we need to go there. So as, as she went through that, uh, expressing that and relieving that, I don't want to die, she came into a past life situation where actually she was dying and she was struggling with it, I don't want to die. Now, further than that. We came into a thought form that says, I don't want to live. So this is the paradox of life. And every single person carries the paradox. We are paradoxical beings. And we live in a duality. One moment, I feel 
I don't want to be here because life is hard. I don't want to live. Next moment, I forget about that and I start feeling, oh, I don't want to die. I'm afraid to die. And we go through those two uh, extremities. And one moment, I love this person. Next moment, I hate, hate this person. One moment, um, this is a good friend. I want to be friends with this person. The next moment, something triggers and Suddenly, I don't like this person. I don't want to be friends with this person anymore. We all go through that. And what's important to, to understand is what is being triggered. Every life situation is an opportunity for growth. Every life situation is an opportunity for transformation, for discovering the true you. That is actually brilliant. That brilliance is within each person. Yeah. So. What is necessary is that courage to go through those beliefs and realize that those are only beliefs that are adopted. And why am I actually reacting to something? So as we go through expressing those beliefs, accepting them, not denying them, because by denying we repress them, and that's how we keep the unconscious alive. And as we um, detangle the unconscious, by accepting and expressing and letting those old uh, ideas and beliefs to be lived out, suddenly the light comes through. It shines through the cracks and you suddenly realize, you know, I was thinking that I'm not enough, but now I see that it's not true. I am good enough. I, I, I actually see that, you know what, I love myself and I'm going to start loving myself. So this is... Uh, existential transformation. It's not just in the mind. It's not just in the intellect. But it's an existential transformation that happens through this work. And it happens very quickly. You don't have to spend a lot of time and many, many years working through this. That's the magic of the Shila. And I feel that we are ready as, as uh, human species. Our, there's so many people that are already They've done all the preparation work. Yes, and we're ready, for sure. Like all people that come to me, they go, I've done this, 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 this. They have a big list. I've read this, 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 and I still feel stuck. Well, the reason they feel stuck is because of what I just explained. But, but at the same time, I, I'm really happy when people have done everything because now they understand, okay, intellectually, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, I got a little bit out of this and that because obviously everything helps a little bit, but there's still this sense of there's still something is not changing inside. There's still something is stuck. And this method comes at this time in our history to help those people who've actually done all the preparation work already and they're ready for transformation. Perfect. Beautifully said. Now, um, I just want to mention that if you guys are on Mata's um, call page, theshilashow.com forward slash Mata. Um, and she, Mata has a special offer. And I wanted to ask you about this. So um, if people do, and I know one of them is a live interactive call um, that's going to be coming up in, uh, what, a few days, I think. What's the uh, next week, next, the 22nd? Um, and also, I mean, would, would they be able to get to, to this stuff with this special? 
What, uh, what we'll be doing during the call, people can actually ask direct questions, mm-hmm. and I can, I can help them to actually, I can quickly identify some of the platforms that are in their energy. Of course, you know, we have a limited, uh, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half call, and right. probably many people want to call in. Uh, so I can quickly give at least um, a, a direction to what they can start looking at and doing. And but with all course, and with all these know, other like the, your ebook healing into consciousness, um, healing into consciousness, active meditation, visualizations, the no yes meditation, which is phenomenal. There's a lot, a lot of things on your uh, special offer besides that call. All these are, you, will help people to get to that place that we're all looking for. Uh, uh, every single thing that I do helps. It's 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 a part of the puzzle. And I'm very practical, as you already know, Sheila. I'm a very practical teacher, and all the methods that I use are very practical. They they take you um, out of your intellect and more into your body, more into the experience. And once you have the experience, once the awareness comes in, this is where the transformation starts happening. And with that, you cannot lose it. This is the beauty of it. The moment you become conscious of something, you cannot become unconscious of that thing. You've already peeled that layer away, and you've gotten lighter. And as a result, you get more excited to go even deeper into other layers. Cool. And you also have, um, you know, a uh, you have 75 minutes. Uh, MP3 on how to clear repressed beliefs, conditionings, how to deal with depression, sadness, and feeling stuck. Hello. Uh, uh, how to connect with your inner guidance. Um, and then the personal mentoring session with Mata, as well as a couple more bonuses. Karma is not punishment, the fabric of the universe. Uh, and the, the ebook, you, you get the ebook, The Healing into Consciousness, the bestseller. So just want to mention that that's there for you. For those of you, for $97, this is over a $400 value. If that resonates with you, if you're looking for that kick into, you know, into the next gear to step into your big girl or big boy shoes, as, as I say, I mean, I'm right there with you. I cannot wait to do this work because I'm stuck. I mean, I've got, you know, people may think I have it all together. I certainly do not. I am like, I, I'm stuck in so much of this old stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, what, what would you like to do now? We, we have questions, um, but can you take us into a little guided uh, meditation or something? Or would you like to ask, go for the questions right now? What would you like to do? Uh, why, why don't we answer a few questions and then maybe toward the end we can, okay. we can do a little so work. Yeah. We do have, um, okay, so I'll start with, uh, we have, uh, and if it's star two, if you have a really burning question, if you're in pain, star two, Okay. Boy, they started popping in star two. Okay, so we have a 519 area code. Go ahead, caller. What's your question? Hi. Thank you for this call. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> um, I have a reoccurring um, problem with fibroids. I had uh, an emergency hysterectomy, and but I'm still finding after three years a very intense pain in that area. Okay. So... Like I said before, that we always need to look at the cause. Until we get to the cause, no medication is going to help. Mm-hmm. And the cause here, what's creating your fibroids is you're afraid to trust yourself. Wow, that's huge. Mm. 
So every time you're afraid to trust yourself, what do you do? You block your energy and it, it doesn't move. It can't move anywhere. So you stop yourself. And that's where I hold it. Exactly. So if they've removed everything but you still have the pain, can you create more problems there by not changing that belief? You're going to create physical problems again because just look at the body. Our body is a neutral mechanism. And we live in our body. We have our life force. And in our life force, we have all our thoughts, all our emotions, life experiences, beliefs. And the life force needs to move. Everything in nature needs to move in order for it to be natural. So we need to also allow for that energy to move in order for us to feel natural, to feel at home, to feel at home in our body, to feel at home in our life. And now if there's fear to trust yourself, what you need to look at, why is the fear to trust yourself there? See, I always ask a question, okay, here's, I see, the the symptom is you have fibroids. What What is creating it? Fear to trust yourself. The next layer would be what is it that, why are you afraid to trust yourself? Mm-hmm. Until you get to see that, you're not going to have the power in your hand to make any changes. And mentally, you cannot do that. It has to happen through your consciousness. That's why I say this method, basically the core of this method is consciousness because the only thing that heals ultimately and completely is your consciousness. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, caller. Thank you. Um, okay. So, we have... so, yeah, we can, we can go on, of course, with this and can look into those other, other layers to, okay, why, why am I afraid to trust myself? Um, would that take very much time? Because we have, like, a lot of people that have questions. Well, I can I can probably just go to the to the sort of like a, a bullseye answer here. Okay, here we go. Okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead. Yeah. Uh, are we answering the same question, Sheila, yeah. or we did have a new want, question? Did you want to go ahead with the same one so we can go to the next layer? Yeah, I just wanted to mention this because I think it's important. That the reason the reason if, if I'm not trusting myself. Basically, what's behind it? Why can't I trust myself? Because I don't know myself. If I knew myself, don't you think I could trust myself? Mm. So then the work is going to be to discover who you are. Okay. That's the work. And that's discovering that you're you're the God within, you're that infinite being, or is that being general? Well, that's, that's your learned answer. That's the answer you, you learn from hearing somebody say that. But till you yeah. find who you are, nothing is going to change, really, because it only goes, intellect is at the top of the iceberg. Your consciousness transforms the bottom of the iceberg. So knowing who you are, you have the power in your hands, and you don't need anybody. You're not concerned about other people's acceptance or rejection of you. Because if you know yourself, you know where your heart is, you know that your heart is in the right place, what does it matter what other people tell you? That's right, or what other people think. Uh Uh-huh. And so how do you get there? By peeling away those layers 
and this is why uh, this is why I love the techniques. Techniques help you to do that. DM will help you to do that very quickly. Uh, active meditations will help you to do that. So uh, practical techniques are are absolutely essential in order for you to get into your body, to get into your energy, to get your awareness into yourself so you can start discovering who you are. Hmm, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Wonderful, Mata. You know, and thank you again, caller. Um, I just, I love what you're saying because um, it really, I mean, how many of you listening right now, tell me about your lovely relationship with your body. Like, I don't even know this body. You know, it's like, hi, I'm Sheila. Oh, yeah, and this is my body. It's the one with the aches and pains and that doesn't look the way I think it should. So I love that we're going to have that embodiment, you know, awareness. Um, we have a call from 978 area code. Go ahead, caller. What's your question? Hi, my name is Gloria. I think it was, I think it was, oh, God, this is beautiful. Just at the end when you said you got to get to know yourself, and I asked, can you speak up a little bit? Yes. This is just a beautiful call. It's like, how do you learn to know who you are? And I so appreciate that you that when you told the lady that um, you're listening to what everybody else says, you know, because that's what's freaking me out. It's like, if I'm consciousness, how come I can't find it? <laughs> you know, because I'm not in my body. Mm-hmm. You know, so I appreciate that. So the first thing, how do you find your, how do you know who you are? The first thing is you have to start looking in. Yeah, when I look in, I, oh man, it's freaky. It's terrible. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. you know what? And, And I totally understand what you're saying because when you're on your own and there is no, there's no light and you see I'm looking in and just like all sorts of cobwebs that I'm seeing. It's scary. I don't want to go there. Many mm-hmm. people feel that. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, this is, you know, if, if I was to say what is my contribution to, to people and to this planet, it's basically to shine a light into those cobwebs and tell you that, you know what, it's all fine. You're not going to disappear. Just keep going. And just have a look to see what are these cobwebs are made of. The moment you see what they're made of, you realize, well, oh, this is not me. It's just some cobwebs that I have the power to clear out of my way. So I'm just, I'm just that light to show you that it's okay. You could get in. You could go in. You know, to encourage you to go in. Oh, thank you. And of course, I don't just talk. I I give you some techniques to work with. Mm hmm. So, the first thing is, you have to look inside and you have to say, okay, if I don't do this, who's going to do this? Nobody's going to look at the work that I have to do for myself because nobody can. Right. It's your life. It's your it's it's existence gave you that glorious power that that freedom that your uniqueness and uh, of course you need to find your gift because only you can live your gift nobody else can but it's hard to find those gifts when there's so many cobwebs so the first thing is 
to start getting those cobwebs out of the way so that you can find your strength, you can find your light and say, this is me and I can live myself freely without any concern about whether I'm accepted or not because it's my life, existence gave it to me and therefore only I can live it. And I have to take responsibility for my life because nobody else can. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Um, I I, I want to keep this moving. Mata, you're doing a great job. It's, you're just making such sense. And you know what's so interesting, guys? It's like how many of us have been seeking and searching our whole lives? Every one of us is looking out there to that guru, to this religion, to this, you know, knowing, to this book. And, you know, it is. It is the whole truth is, is that we have had it the whole time. Now we're giving access to it. So you guys don't give up before the miracle um, because this is this is why Mod is here at this time. This is why you've gone through all the tumultuous and painful traumas and dramas of this reality because you're when you awaken, you're going to make the big difference on the planet. This is we're all in this together. We all have a little part part to play. Um, Craig, uh, I believe it's Craig, 802 area code. Go ahead. What's your question? Yes, I was wondering, um, with my heart, I've recently gotten some stents, and I have atrial fibrillation, and at the same time, I also have kidney stones. I was wondering what I might learn about what's going on. How old are you, Craig? 57. Mm -hmm. And it seems that you've you've, you've, uh, gone through quite a, a troubled time in your life. Well, it hasn't been too bad, but um, the atrial fibrillation has actually been around for quite a while. The stents were recent, mm-hmm. but there was no damage to the heart. But the kidney stone is current, and i got to decide whether to try to have a procedure to take care of it or not. What's troubling you most, Craig? Um, right now, well, probably what bothers me the most is my, I guess, the fact that I have the atrial fibrillation and I have to take medicine for it, but in the long run, that's what bothers me the most. In the short run, I have this kidney stone. I have to have, make a decision about whether to have a procedure and might have to have spinal anesthesia twice to be able to get it fixed. Okay, that's 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 a surface sort of thing, Craig. What's behind it? What's underneath that that troubles you? Okay, so the body obviously has um, this problem and that problem and you're 57 years old, what's the trouble underneath that that really troubles you, that that really shakes you? Um, Well, I think there's times I have fears or I I get worried because I'm also the provider for a family, and um, so I worry a little bit about that. And then I think the other thing that I've heard, and I think there's truth to it, is that... uh, I have to come to grips with really being able to love myself in order to to really love others fully. Okay, so the the root here is the fear of death, because when 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 why do we have fear of death? First of all, because we don't understand that we're only temporarily living in the body. The body we have a body. Uh, for a certain period of time, and then we have to say goodbye to it. And why why else are we afraid of death? Because of our attachments. 
we're attached to things that are temporary. And we think that this is the world. This is me. This is my identity. And then to actually come to grips with the truth, which is every single one of us is mortal. Every single one of us has to say goodbye. And if we do not look at our fears, we're not going to find the part of us that never dies. So the identification with the fear is what creates the heart problem, the kidney problem, and of course the body is falling apart and you have an opportunity to learn lessons here, spiritual lessons, by looking at why my body is falling apart. Maybe I should look a little bit deeper and maybe I should start asking those questions. Who am I? Where do I come from? Where am I going when I die? And not be afraid to explore. And this is where, if you don't do that, you're gonna you're gonna carry over this worry and and anxiety into another lifetime, and you don't want to do that because what we do not clear accumulates, and then there's the layers of unconsciousness accumulate and they get thicker. Like this girl that I was uh, giving an example before, the thought form, I don't want to die, came from her previous lifetime, and she was sobbing with it. And thank goodness she was young, so she could actually work through that and free herself so she can have a fuller life and, and enjoy her life and come to see that, you know what, I'm, I'm fine because I know that I have this period of time to live, and I'm going to live it fully. Because what happens? Craig, we have a certain amount of life span in our body. And what do we do with it? We spend our time worrying about all the fears. And we don't live our life fully. We don't jump. We don't take risks. We get attached. We get identified. We sort of create like a little cocoon thinking that I'm safe here. But then uh, when, when the walls of the cocoon are shaken, which sooner or later is going to happen to each person. Then we start panicking. And very important to do this work gradually from while you're still alive so that not only you can start enjoying your life, but you can start realizing that actually I can I can open myself up and say, I, I can surrender to the universe. I can surrender to the unknown. Because what is the fear of death? The fear of death is also the fear of the unknown. That's why we don't want to go there. We don't want to look at it. Because we want everything to stay known, to stay like a little um, shell, cocoon that we know, the walls. But really, truly, once you take the walls out, What's left is that space inside the walls that is always there and it's not going to change. And this is you. You are that space, the open space, which mistakenly, you know, we put all those beliefs that I talked about earlier are those walls. And and then we, we suffer in those walls. We feel like a prisoner in those walls. Of course we will be feeling that way. Because this is the truth. We know somewhere, you know, that I am that empty space and I'm not separate. I'm one with the universe. So what you need to do is start breaking those walls. And you're 57 years old, don't wait. Look at all those fears and face them on. 
really face them and say, okay, acknowledge them, face them, acknowledge them, feel them, go through them, so that you can come to realize that I'm not the fear. And you can come to realize that I do not die. And you can come to realize everything comes and goes, but my consciousness always stays. Got that, Craig? Um, I got that. I, I, I Consciously, I don't believe I'm afraid of death at all. But, I, I mean, obviously there may be other layers there, but I do feel that I am a – I mean, I do truly feel I'm an eternal being, and I've had many lives, and I may have more, um, although we're in a very interesting time. But I, I think at another level um, the fear has more to do with feeling like I can – meet all the demands that are being asked of me by, you know, having, you know, children and profession and career and just um, trying to balance it all and, and making sure it doesn't fall, you know, apart. Not that it is, but just it feels like a lot of pressure at times to, to hold together. Do you, do you mind if we do a little demonstration uh, so I can, t- I, can sh- I can actually show you guys what I'm trying to say? Sheila, what do you Go think? right ahead. Go right ahead, Mata. Sure. Craig, are you okay with that? Yep, I'm fine yeah. with that. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually look into your heart area and to see what kind of thought form and belief is actually sitting in your heart and walking it. You okay with that? Yes, I am. Okay, so what I'd like you to do is take a deep breath into your belly and just exhale out through your through your heart, wherever wherever the, the problem is in, in, in that area. So just take a nice big breath in. And as a matter of fact, everybody can do it, so why don't we, you know, in, include everyone here. So if you, if you can all take a nice big breath in, and when, wherever there is a problem in your body, wherever you're aware that there is some kind of a problem in your body, so just exhale out through that area. I'm going to look into Craig's... Um, body, but you can actually do that as I'm um, helping Craig to, to look into this area. So Craig, take a big dre- uh, breath into the belly and exhale fully through your mouth open, out. just imagine you're exhaling out through your heart. And really exhale, let's hear your exhalation. And one more time. Okay. There's lots of things that are repressed here. Um, There's frustration. Um, I'm I'm frustrated. I'm I'm angry about situations. There is um, all those emotions that you've been feeling throughout your life. You've been you've been actually shoving it in there. You've been repressing it in there. You understand about the frustration part? Yes. Can you say that out loud? Just take a breath in, and just say, "I'm frustrated." And everybody else, whatever thought comes to your mind as you're doing this, take a breath in, and the first thought that comes to your mind, just trust it, say it out loud, verbalize it, and exhale out through that area of your body. So, Craig, you breathe in. Just say, uh, just say it out loud. I'm frustrated. And exhale out through the heart. 
I'm frustrated. And again, everybody. I'm frustrated. I don't know what people want from me. I don't know what people want from me. Do it again. I don't know what people want from me. I can't do anything anymore. I can't do anything anymore. And now take another deep breath. Say that and exhale out through your feet. So everybody do the same. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. What was it again? I can't... Uh... What were you saying a second ago? I don't know what people want from me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people want from me anymore. I don't know what people want from me. I don't know what people want from me. Good. Very good. Now, now, describe what you're feeling. As you started expressing what happened inside, how are you feeling? Um... I felt some frustration, um, and I felt like I began to resonate or click with the idea that I don't know what people want from me, because sometimes it feels like no matter how much I try to do, it never seems to really be enough or be quite, get, I guess, be quite enough or well enough or whatever. That's right, and you're exhausted Yeah. With that situation. So now that you expressed it and you exhaled out, did you feel the lightness coming in? Yeah, I do feel some lightness. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm trying to explain so that there's an understanding. All those repressed thoughts that are in our body block the energy. And a very quick way to unblock the energy and feel that lightness and suddenly feel yourself. Because suddenly you started falling into yourself. It's like, oh, finally, I can be with myself for a second. As you expressed it out. Because whatever we do not express blocks our energy, blocks our consciousness, just creates that additional stress and creates keeps that frustration alive. So now you need to take it further, and we need to continue with that. We're not going to do it right now, but I just want to give you an understanding. As you acknowledge something, accepted it, and let whatever you were holding in be lived out, this is how you're going to help your heart to start unburdening all those blocks, unblocking the energy, so the energy starts moving. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with your heart. And there's nothing wrong with your kidneys. The only thing is, whatever you suppress in your body, in your energy, is what creates a tension in the organs. Yes, that makes sense. Good. 
should basically DM the method will be taking you. And what I'm really, really excited about, like I said, Sheila, I was working with this for 20 years one-on-one. Uh, although I'm still doing the one-on-one, but I'm trying to win myself away. I don't want to really continue doing it because my excitement is uh, I've created a, a system now, the same system. I translated it into a way that people can actually take the power back into their own hands and do this on your own, on their own. And I'm just maybe about 90% finished with, with the book and, and the CD, which will just another few months, and it will be in people's hands, and they can actually uh, practically start transforming transforming their energies very quickly. Wonderful, and we're looking forward to that. And in the meantime, um, for any of you that this is resonating with, please just click on the uh, red button to order Mata's um, wonderful uh, products, the special that has the Healing into Consciousness, her book, um, Active Meditations, um, Transcending the Fear of Death and the Unknown, How to Clear These rep- Repressed Beliefs and Conditionings. That's, you know, over an hour and 15 minutes, another um, two-hour um, audio on how to deal with depression, sadness, stuck, uh, feeling stuck, how to connect with your inner guidance, uh, and then, of course, the personal men- mentoring session we're going to have um, next uh, May 22nd, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. By the way, if you get this and you can't make the call, no worries. You will have the replay button. You can listen to it anytime. I also, um, you know, there's just, I wish we had, we're going to, you know, keep going a little longer, but I wish we had more time because there are literally, well, there's like now about 400 people on the call and we have you know, close to a hundred questions of people that are, you know, most of them just are really stuck and 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 in pain and looking for some some answers. But I just wanted to mention, first of all, I want to say thank Carmen. God bless you, Carmen. Just said full of gratitude and and joy, knowing that this show will touch so many lives. My heart is dancing and full of light, knowing so many will receive this healing information. With all my heart, thank you all. And another. Uh, Another um, comment that came in here uh, was, wait, where did that one go? There's so many here. Gosh, almighty, almighty. Uh, By the way, Sheila, while you're looking at the comment, I just want to mention, thanks for bringing that up, um, for Craig and anybody else who's listening, the No Yes Active Meditation actually will be a wonderful tool to help you release a lot of layers on your own very quickly and it's a very powerful meditation. And Craig, absolutely, I would very highly recommend for you to to try this because uh, you'll definitely feel a lot lighter. Wonderful. Um, we got an email. I recently returned from Mata's 10-day intensive in Vancouver. Mata's method was nothing less than miraculous. I spent the last five years on three different antidepressants, extensive therapy. The work I did with Mata pushed me ahead in light years regards to my healing journey. I no longer take medications. I'm feeling strong, confident. You will not be sorry by trying Mata's method. When you meet Mata, you just know that she knows, and she does know. And, you know, I just, my joy is that I get to find these wonderful diamonds and gems and nuggets on the planet like Mata and introduce her to you through this teleseminar, through the Internet, 
because I know that we're all going through stuff. And, you know, each person, she may resonate with you, someone else may resonate with you. But if she does, I urge you, that is the greatest investment you can you can make in, is in you. Um, so let me, can we do another? Um, did you want to do anything else with, you know, we have about 10, 10 minutes to go? But I oh. think uh, if there's more calls, because I think... Um, the calls will, yeah, the calls are very helpful. In, okay. in a way, we're, we're doing also through the calls we're doing. The, we're doing the work. Okay, very good. And that's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have a San Jose, and it's 408 uh, 759. Go ahead. Hello? Hi. 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 Oh my gosh. Hi, Sheila. How are you? Hi, Mata. <laughs> good. Hi. Hi. I, I'm so excited, Sheila. I listen to you all the time. Um, Mata, please. Um, Shed some light on me. Um, I've been stuck. I've, I, I know I have a client. I know there's something I'm here for, but I just can't seem to get it. Um, please, what, what should I? What do I need to do? What do you feel stuck with? My life. I just, um, I've, I've lost a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm alone. Um, I just, I just don't know. I'm just lost. I just don't know what to do anymore. Um, I just, and I've been searching for some guidance. I've been looking for something, looking for a sign, and I've just been just stuck okay so the first thing i would say to you um that that the reason there's stuckness because you're not acknowledging something that's actually happening deep, deep inside you and that is depression okay so you feel depressed you you don't want to go there you don't want to uh, admit it you don't want to accept it okay yeah. So first thing is you need to accept, okay, I do feel depressed. I'm not going to look the other way. I'm going to feel this, why am I feeling depressed? And I'm going to ask the question, why do I feel depressed? What is this depression trying to teach me? Because every little situation in life is a gift. Every little pain, every little ailment, every little illness is a gift to bring our attention inward. And once we bring our attention inward, we need to start asking the right questions. Why is this there? What is it trying to teach me? And this is how we transform and heal into consciousness. So why am I feeling depressed? Yeah, why am I feeling depressed? So look inside. And really, really... Take that to heart, and first of all, I, I acknowledging that I am feeling depressed. How long have you have you been feeling depressed but not wanting to um, accept it? I guess, excuse me, for about a year now. Uh huh. And there's a lot of sadness in there. See, it's already coming up. And you have to let that sadness come. Because in that sadness, sadness is not a bad thing. It's, there's, there's a lot of depth in it. And there's, there are many lessons in it. it. It brings you closer to your authenticity. It makes you human. So it, it, brings you, it brings you to a place of this is how we come to the heart. This is how we, we really start feeling our heart. And this is how we come to start feeling compassion because once we feel our own sadness, we can feel compassion for other people's sadness. So, so this, is the, this is the way to really 
become the Buddha, which is already inside. It's like you are the Buddha, but you're covered with, with those emotions. But to get to the Buddha, you need to really go through the emotions. So what is the sadness? What is the sadness about? Just being alone. Yeah, feeling I don't belong here. Yeah. And, you know, lots of people feel that. And I have to tell you something. And this might be, you know, this might come as a... uh, We need to look... uh, We need to call a spade a spade. And then once we call a spade a spade, then at least we can do something about it. And the spade is that... All those emotions, the the insecurities and the frustration and the sadness, all those things are connected to our wounded ego. So we need to heal that wounded ego. We need to make the ego strong. Because unless we make the ego strong, we cannot let go of it. This is the journey. And this is what... Actually, it took me seven years to write the book in search of the miraculous healing into questions to show how the, the ego gets wounded and the steps that we need to take to actually heal it into a positive, strong, healthy ego that says, I'm enough unto myself and I can take care of myself. But till that happens, we need to heal those wounds into consciousness. So why is it that I feel I don't want to be here, I don't belong here? So let's go in there. Let's let's look a little bit deeper there. Because there's feelings of I'm not loved. I'm not. There's there's almost a sense of I'm separate. This is what the ego does. The ego separates. But your being knows you're not separate. However, the shell, which we need, we need the ego. By the way. Without the ego, we cannot have that protective shell where we can actually do our work and transform our energy into consciousness. So we need the shell, but then when the shell gets punctured and there's lots of holes, we need to repair. We need to close the holes so we can actually stop leaking our energy so we can start looking in. We use our energy to look in. This is is the thing. We cannot deny the ego. It's an important element on the journey of transformation. So the first thing you need to do, you need to look at what are those holes, what are those wounds in my ego, and you have to start healing them one by one, plugging the holes. It sounds so So, easy, um, and, and it makes sense. It does. I just, I already feel a little bit of a... Lightness, I guess, whatever. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, good. You feel the lightness because your your consciousness deep inside recognizes what I'm talking about. It sure does. I think I've been waiting for this for a long time. I, I don't know how to explain it. Sheila, thank you so much. I, 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 I don't know how I even came across you, but I, I get your emails. I get everything. I get, I'm feeling the love from you guys right now so much. And I, just I love you. you. You're I so love precious. You. That's the love. <laughs> so precious. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mother. Good um, job. Um, but um, how do I, what do I do now? What do I do now? Sheila, please, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm more, I'm more excited than anything. You know, I can't believe this is this. I've been waiting for this for a long time, and I'm so blessed. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good. Start start by reading the book, and then start doing something practically. It, the passage that Sheila mentioned has a lot of practical stuff in it. So start with that and do a little bit of move and shake your energy a little bit, and then um, we can we can talk to you again. What is it? I think next week, right? What is your Sheila? first name again, hon? What's your first name? My first name is um, I go by Lily Divine, but my name is Elena. Um, okay. Lily Divine is kind of a name I gave myself when I started to awaken, and it just makes me feel Lily Divine. You are the divine. Lily Divine. Lily. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I feel you're ready. This is the thing. You're you're those, you're one of those people I was talking about. You're ready. Totally. You're you're here to change the world, Lily. You're here to change the world. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I'm ready. I am ready. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. All right. That's a lovely. Okay. I don't want to take up any more time. Um, please, so you can share your love with others. Thank you so much. I love you guys, and um. I'm ready. <laughs> we love you. And you know what? Never apologize for yourself. You're you're just awesome. You're beyond awesome. I love you. You remind me of me a lot. So I love that. Just You're here to do it. Just keep, go for it, girlfriend. You really are. You're here. Every one of you are here to make a difference on the planet. You're here to change the world. As I say, I try to say every time, there's nobody superior. We all have our little place. We all have our piece in the puzzle. And we all need support now and then. You know, so um, and, and you know what, Sheila? I want to add something to that. Also, you're here to enjoy your life. You're here to thank live you and enjoy your life. Yeah, we have fun, and you know, like don't beat yourself up and stop working on all your issues. It's like you have arrived. You're ready to go. We just need to go in a little bit and do a little rotor rootering, kind of clear out some of the spam, and. Uh, and you're on your way. I mean, that we're. This is the time. The time is now. There's no time like this time right now. Can we do one more call? Absolutely. Okay, Mary from Massachusetts. Hi, Mary. Hi, Sheila. Hold on. I want to make sure I'm not on speaker. Yeah. Here we go. Hi. Thank you for taking me. Um, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, yes, very yes. clearly. Okay, can you you can hear me? Hold on. You can hear me? Yes. Hello? Hello? We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, good. Okay. Go ahead. Um, hi, Mata. Um, thank you. I've been in um, severe depression all my life, and... Um, Actually, I really didn't even want to be here, most of it, and I've just been pushing myself. I've always been working on myself. I actually have never even gotten married because the pain was so intense. I just didn't want to sh- – I was in kind of exactly what you said, a cocoon. So I go out like a bright light now more so than I ever did, but when I was in younger, I just was really, you know, bedridden. So um, a lot of pain. So I know – I'm coming out of it now, and I'm closer to, um, so I'm just checking in to see if it, it, what you see around that. Well, uh, I think the pattern that I see, Mary, is 
probably the challenge that you have to work with is there is a thought form that I don't want to change. Uh, so you need to look at why is it that I don't want to change? What is it that I don't want to change? Because obviously behind that there's fear about something. Right. And and this happens so often. You know you you recognize what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, huge fear. Mm-hmm. That's that's been that's been me. Like if um you, yeah, that's my that intense fear. And, like um, I have a friend I t- yes that said that I never met yeah. anyone that was that fearful. <laughs> so go ahead. So and the fear is about being afraid to disappear, and this is a very natural fear that. Every ego personality, the ego basically is afraid to disappear because you, your being, can never disappear. You're part of this existence and you cannot be outside of the existence. You cannot be outside of the universe. So what is afraid to disappear is the ego. And because the ego is only, the ego knows what it knows. It knows the the, certain you know, this is my world, and if suddenly this world is taken away, I don't know who I am, so I'm afraid to disappear. That's why it's so important to start asking the questions, who am I, what am I doing here? And once you start asking the question, who am I, then you're doing the, you're actually focusing your energy in the right place. Because unless you look in the right place, how are you going to find the answer? And once you get to find yourself, that fear, obviously you recognize that fear as, okay, this is coming from my ego. And this is where then you get the test of courage and say, I see that it's not me. And therefore, I'm going to take a jump into the unknown. Because, you know, every situation in life gives us opportunities. Life is unknown. Many times we we are in situations that we don't know what the outcome is going to be. The mind wants always to have a set outcome. I want security that this is going to happen if I take a risk and do this. But but really in life, those things don't, don't work. It's just the ego that creates that idea. And therefore, it keeps you like a prisoner in that little shell. So you need to really start looking and asking that question and really recognizing the fear to disappear, to disappear into the unknown. I never even thought of um, that as a part of, I've always thought, you know, my childhood was so intense and, I mean, it was horror. And so those things repressed me, but I never thought of fear of to disappear. That's interesting. But as a child, if it was horror, you you know the the fear. If I don't have if I don't have support, and your every child's intelligence knows that mm-hmm. I'm helpless and I need adults to take care of me because if I'm not taken care of, I will die. Every child knows it. Right. So then the child learns to adapt to the situation. But then you have to take it another step further and say, I'm born in this family and in this situation. 
for a reason. My soul came right. here into this family, and I have this particular parent. Why did I choose this particular parent? What are the lessons that I need to learn through my parents who are mirroring something back to me about myself that I need to see? Right. I do. I look at that all the time, yep. Mm-hmm. I, I and don't with see that, you take the power back. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Because then you're not a victim anymore. You're not saying... You're not saying, well, this happened to me, that happened to me, poor me, you see what I went through. No, You're I saying, don't. I, I actually, yeah, I don't see it that way at all. I see it as this did happen for a reason. I came here and chose these parents. I did a lot of victimhood, of course, but at this point, no, I, I see it as, you know, an appreciation of who they are, and there is a huge gift with it and I'm not I haven't touched on it yet <laughs> completely may I right say something here? may I say something here sure. so what if yeah. Mary is actually afraid of um her potency how how powerful oh, absolutely absolutely Sheila you're very right it's that why are we afraid to disappear into the unknown because we're afraid of joy mm-hmm because behind, if you if you just imagine for a moment those shells are removed, suddenly you're open. The whole existence is yours. The whole universe is yours, and the whole universe is your home. It's huge. That's that's sort of hard to to even fathom for the mind. And suddenly you go, whoa, this is like too much. I don't know if I can handle it. What what when Sheila said that, it just that's exactly it. Just felt right, you know. That's. And, and all of it's right. So, so I agree. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm really afraid of just stepping out because I know there's something powerful here, and I don't know hey, what it is. Girlfriend, you and me both. It's like we got to put on our big girl shoes and our big boy shoes, and that's what we're here to do. And it takes a yeah, lot more effort yeah. to to be in pain and struggle, and that's what we've done our whole life. It's so familiar to us. Let's go in this uncharted. Let's have a phenomenal life, and you know, take people with us. So with Mada's method here, um, I would just ask the questions to myself. Well, not not exactly. That's part of it. It's part of the work that you have to do. But the method itself will help you to go into the, the thought forms, identify the thought forms in your body, and then the guided um, uh, uh, the guided. Recording will take you step by step through the whole body through it. and okay. how, how to express and in, breathe and exhale so that those thought forms are removed out of your body so that you can actually come to the place of consciousness that you recognize, you start seeing things. In other words, you have lots of aha moments. And the moment you have the aha moment in that process, that's what then will ground in your whole body. Because once consciousness is grounded in your whole body, that's where you start stepping in your own shoes. And that's the time we act, you actually start, you know, to, to say, I have a voice and I'm not afraid to live it and I'm going to take risks and I'm the creator of my own life. I'm going to buy your course. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, both of you, Sheila and Mom. Thank you. Yeah, blessings. Blessings. Bye-bye. So we're just about out of time, and I just um, 
You know, I, I wanted to add this thing. My dear friend, Dr. Darren Weissman says, and you mentioned it earlier, but I love the way he says it, symptoms are gifts in strange wrapping paper. So, you know, when Mata was talking about the pains in the body, they're there to tell us stuff, you know, and it was so cute when you were talking to Craig and he was saying, well, you know, it's just this, this kidney stone that I'm worried about. Well, it's the, the heart thing. It's the stent. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's what your body's trying to get your attention. What's underneath that, like you said. So for those of you, again, you can click on the special offer or order now button. We're going to have this up for a week or so. In about 15 minutes, this will be replaying. So please share it with friends, anybody you know, Facebook and Twitter it, because it is all about us waking up to who we be, the phenomenal, amazing, infinite beings that we're here to, you know, do our part in turning this world around. Mata, any final words for our wonderful, wonderful listeners? Well, lots of love to everybody. I know that everybody's doing their best, and uh, you know that the, the more you do, the more you peel away, the lighter you're going to get, the more joyful you're going to get, and um, I think it's time to rock and roll. So let's all celebrate together. Let's rock and roll. It's a, yeah, it's a beautiful life, so it's time to really start enjoying it. Thank you, Mata. Mada Eliza Mada M A D A Dalian, you guys. Thank you so much for you. Thank you, Mada. Thank, Thank you, you Sheila. You're you're doing wonderful work and I do appreciate your work very much. Thank you. Thank you, dear. And for everyone listening, I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. You are amazing beyond the beyond. I'm sending you infinite love and appreciation. Thank you for you. Until next time.